Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. There's an underdog story happening today in America. Small businesses are fighting to make a comeback, but in the moment they have the least, they're giving the most. They're rallying communities and neighborhoods, yet asking for little in return. Well, it's time we gave back. Small Unites is making it simple for everyone to take action and support the small businesses that unite us all. Find out how you can donate, shop, and share today at smallunites.org. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games Podcast. My name is Dennis Den. What's up, guys? It's your boy Dorian here. We Josh Revers. Yeah, we got uh, a lot of news to talk about today. Uh, first one, Outriders. Yes, sir. You guys got to play it. Yeah. I did not. Should have came, man. Busy with VR. Honestly, I think you would have loved it. It I, looks fun. Yeah. I mean, it's from uh, People Can Fly, the developers behind uh, Gears of War, Judgment, and Bulletstorm. I looked at it. It looked very Gears of War-ish. Yeah, somebody, uh, somebody in the comments said it's like it feels like Gears of War on drugs or like mm-hmm. Mass Effect of Gears of War, which I thought was a good comparison That's to a, it. I like that, yeah. Mass Effect meets Gears of War kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. I like that, yeah. I mean, it's a shooter-looter, but from a third-person perspective. Yeah. There's like cover system like Gears of War. So you guys played it. How long do you guys get to play for? We played about three hours or so. Hours? Like two, yeah. and, two and a half, three, almost three hours or so. And then we... Um, we were able to play enough to where we got to do all three classes because they have four. We, they have four classes right now, mm-hmm. but they haven't revealed the last one. So we only got to play with the pyromancer, the time. I can't remember the specific name for the time one and the devastator. And the, yeah, the devastator. So it's basically fire, time, and space, and then earth. And then we don't know what that last one is, but we have some theories. But overall, it was just an, an absolute blast. Like it, I had no expectations mm-hmm. coming into it. Just know we we got like a little teaser trailer at E three last year, mm-hmm. but. Coming into this, it was just like, all right, what are we going to get to expect? Started playing it, and especially once you got to do, like, you did the prologue, mm-hmm. and then you did a little bit by yourself, and then we did a whole, like, we got to play together, and that part yeah, was the best Yeah, it's a co-op, co-op yeah. looter shooter. It's up to up three. To four, up to three? Yeah. Okay. Maybe and, it's four once you, they do you, the You can play class. solo as well, because the game the game will scale to depending how many people you're playing with, because it was just me and Dorian. We were a two-man team, not a three-man team. Mm-hmm. And the game was still, like, it was still challenging. You know what I mean? So it, it scaled appropriately. You can play single-player. Uh we did, yeah. We we were able to do the full playthrough that they intended for us to do. Uh, we missed one side uh, side mission, but yeah, but we got yeah, we got one of the two. Uh, what, yeah, and a lot of people missed a couple of the the side quests, but we managed to, you know, as gamers, we were like, "What's this guy here? Yeah. He's trying to talk to us." But this is, from what I read, it was not. It's not PvP though, right? It's, no, it's, no. It's, it's, it's which I kind of want. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, we, I even asked them. I know that they 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 can't talk about it. But it's like I really want this to be PvP. That's how much fun it is. Mm-hmm. It would be tricky though, because obviously, like, if they were to make a PvP, they'd have to. Make some kind of weapon system that's like normal for everyone, so that someone can come in with like legendary weapons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the loot system is very satisfying. I will say that compared to a lot of, a lot of other looter shooters, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like you're getting like super OP weapons, which is good. It's like a progression depending on like the the missions you're doing and stuff. Uh, so yeah, the loot system was great. 
Do you, uh, I think Josh, Josh made a, a good comparison, and now we're going to talk about it later with mm-hmm. Anthem. But we said it kind of feels like this is what Anthem, in a way, should have been in a lot of a lot of ways. And I, I specifically agree with the, that. the feel, like the yeah. combat, the fluidity of combat and playing with each other. It's it, it was, was beautiful. Yeah, I, it, it I had was, a lot of fun. It was what I wanted Anthem to be, which is why, like, I think part of the reason we'll get into later. I think the reason they're doing that is because some a lot of competitors are going to be coming out with their own RPG mm-hmm. looter shooters. Uh, I had had a great time. The story was great. The the graphics were good. Um, and the prologue, I, I I don't think they were allowed to show like the full prologue. And yeah. we have a little bit of it in our YouTube video because I put up a, a video like 17 minutes of footage. But the prologue itself, I think it did a fantastic job of setting up the story. Like because we had no idea what it was going to be about. But after you finish the prologue and once you actually start the your real missions and start playing co op, you like have a good sense of what you need to do. What like they they did a good job of building the universe. Like it feels like it could be. They could set up a whole world. They could have comics. They could have prequels. It, it, it seems very established just from the 25-minute prologue you get. Like, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can talk about this now, but more or less to set the world uh, pace of the world, it, it, it puts you into the prologue. Yeah. Essentially, you, you're colonizers. Earth failed. Got to go colonize a new planet. You know, the classic sci-fi trope. But then you get the, you guys get to that new planet, and you guys are missing things. You guys are missing communications, all that stuff. And then you encounter your first, like, alien storm, Right. And the classes that all the different classes you get, there's basically the people who are affected by the alien storms who then get those powers. But at some point in time, you get into like a cryo chamber during the prologue. And the prologue, well, the mission when you start playing with other people is you wake up and it's been like 35 years. And you realize communications yeah. never communications never came. Half the stuff you guys needed to colonize the planet never came. So basically the whole, it's all the, the colonized ships that landed basically going to war with each other, trying to like, you basically. There's not enough resources. There's no re- and there's not enough resources for the humans in general. So it's like, and there's alien storms everywhere. So you get woken up and it's war. It's just like literally, it's like you're in the trenches of like World War One, like it, like dragging through like, what the hell's going on? Um and the loot satisfying, like I said, but not just the, not just the gaming loot, but the actual like like the the armor you can pick up. Like it, it it all looks different. None of them looks the same. Everything's unique, and you can like that's the one thing I like the most. I because these are from the people that made Painkiller, right? And I saw mm-hmm. a lot of like the dark twisted elements from Painkiller shine through in the character design for this. Not from what we played because we were so low level, but like a lot of the end level loot, like the way the weapons look, they look like this almost like twisted is the word that they use. This beautiful twisted kind of a uh, look and. Yeah, no, I it's it's got a good feel. It's got a good story. keeps you in, uh, keeps you involved, and then yeah, people can hop in and out as they want to to play the story mode. And um, they have the thing called world uh, world tiers, where it's like that's kind of like the difficulty of the world, and you can like up the difficulty, lower the difficulty. That, that like will depend on your legendary loot drop rate, kind of like in Diablo, how you can up the difficulties to get better loot, etc. Um, I just wish it came out sooner. I, I just don't want to yeah, wait hol- till December, man. Holidays like, twenty twenty this year. That's that's kind of far, but ugh. I don't it's know. They're, it's, they're, it's, 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 it says September twenty twenty on here on, uh, mm. on IGN, so I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, sure. they didn't give a specific. Maybe this is just a, a like a speculated. Well, we date. I, I guess we can say this as well. We do know that they are planning on doing it on the next gen console as well. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, that's yeah, that's been a release. So yeah. if it comes out in September, I'd imagine they'd probably have like another re-release on the next gen console in December. Yeah, I watched the 17 minutes that, that you guys put online and it's like it's cool they have like cutscenes and like it's very story driven, mm-hmm. you know, cuz you know a lot of looter shooters you expect kind of like baseless like fetch yeah, quests and things yeah. like that, but yeah. It was like they had purpose. an emphasis on on that. So, I don't know. It looks like a lot of fun. It's it's something that wasn't 
really on my radar until uh, this kind of came out. Yeah. Until I played it, it wasn't either. Like, when I, pl- the, the minute, like, we jumped in and it was me and Dorian standing next to each other, basically just wearing underwear and, and a gun. <laughs> I was like, let's do this. Let's make I'm some ready. moves, bro. I, like, my dude looked like Black Kratos, or like, he looked like Kratos if he uh, was really black. It, it was, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, cornrows and everything. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was, it was cool. Um, yeah, we weren't, I guess, uh, the, the, the character creator wasn't finalized yet. We weren't allowed to show that off in any of the footage, but there's some good customization involved. Um, a lot of the cutscenes are in-game. Um, I noticed that as well. So there are your typical, whenever you get any kind of in-game cutscenes, there are bound to be some glitches like Jedi Fallen Order I play. There's a lot of in-game cutscenes. And if you're standing on like a jagged platform, your guy kind of, you know, moves around while he's trying to talk. Uh, and I see a lot of that. Like, um, for instance, one of the, the things that I encountered that they'll probably fix was that a herd of these monsters were running past at one point in time. And because they were running so close during my like in-game cutscene, the screen shake activates, and I'm like trying to. This I was just a very nauseating experience trying to watch the cutscene, but that's something they'll probably fix in the future. Um, and then obviously because they're in-game cutscenes, it'll be whatever you're wearing, which is cool. Like if you, if you picked up like epic yeah, loot, yeah. you will see it in the cutscene. You know, like that's probably the coolest so part. That's for the me. whole point of getting it, loot, exactly, right? yeah, to be able to show it off and look cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do hope that they make the because it was different. Like you found, I didn't even see that side quest. I hope that they I'm just ma- wandering around. I, accidentally, that, yeah. I was like, oh shit, let's like, do it. The first one we missed was because like it just popped up on my screen saying like side quest nearby or something, but it didn't show me where it was. So hopefully they can make those more obvious because the side quest was fun and we got like some good loot out of it that uh, prepared us for the boss fight. And the boss fight was a good length. Like the first boss fight you do, it's it's a nice length. That's is that the one we died like three times. Yeah. yeah, that was ridiculous. But like was, when we did hard. when we did beat him, it was just because we took, we were new to the game. Yeah, but still, um, was I think like stupid. it took about fifteen minutes to kill him though on the, on the on the run through that we did do where we killed him. But it was it was satisfying, especially when you're like uh, you got to coordinate with each other's skills. You know what I mean? The, the the time guy does a well, he's time and space. He does like electric uh, electricity damage. He's a big DPS guy, so you're gonna want to go in there, do your damage. And then kind of like get out. The py- the pyromancer is mid range, mm-hmm. which I'm like I told Dorian. I speculate the fourth class is going to be long range because the devastator and the time. Uh, well, the time uh, is like an assassin, so it's you kind of like close range, but like also long range, if you will. You're like running around a lot. Um, so hopefully they come up with something long range because I enjoy playing as the pyromancer being mid range because you have guns, so you're shooting and you can like blast like this fire spell that like lights up like the the ground on fire in front of you. And, very sad, but when you do the combo moves with like another person, that's the, the most satisfying part. Oh, combo like, yeah, like you like because like, with the time one, he has this move where he can like he can like create a, a bubble around him and everything slows down. And then you do that with a bunch of enemies, and you come in with the pyromancer, shoot a blast on the ground, and then they all explode. And that's it's like cool. it's slow mo, it's very beautiful. So yeah, it's and then also I noticed because we were able to play the different classes, the ability cooldowns aren't the same. Mm-hmm. Like um, the. Uh, the time, the time one. I think, I, in my opinion, I feel like the time one is the most po- powerful. I guess, and he's got the, from what we what he's we got, got this blade play. attack where he like does like this energy blade slash electricity thing. It's got the longest cool uh, cooldown time out of all the skills, I think. But it does the most damage out of all the skills too. So it's Makes like sense. give and take. You know and then I mean? again, we've only like because we got to like I think the farthest we got was level eight. We because there's so many like you can get up to I'm not sure how many levels you can get up to, but there, like after you go to a certain point, you can switch your powers around and like change them more up because mm. you have three at a time so it's kind of cool like we got to the fourth one where you got the the slow bullets or whatever yeah. so you can interchange those out but it's i'm excited to see where that goes from and what from what we, we could see i think in total each character gets a total of six skills eventually you can unlock those six skills mm-hmm. but then within those six skills you can upgrade the, the skills themselves i uh if i remember correctly um so that was that's that's quite that's 
That's fun. I'm looking forward to that. And then there's a class tree, I think, which we didn't, yeah, we we didn't, didn't even we, touch on. We didn't even get to touch that, but there's like a whole separate, like whatever your class is, a whole class mm. tree for that. Like not a skill tree, but a class tree. Um, yeah, man. It's, I was not expecting this. It came out of nowhere. Like when we sat down and played this game, I was like, especially when like thinking about how long it's going to come out, I'm like, this is like, mind you, the prologue wasn't that polished, but they told us that going into it. But everything after the, oh, that first mission up until that end of boss fight, it was, I was like, this is, this I could is play, I could sit there and play that further though. Like we were there, we were, we were there up until like, cause they had a Q and a after yeah. we were, we were there right up until like seven fifty nine. <laughs> they were like, all right, you gotta, you gotta get up now. Go, like go home. But it was cool. Oh, I, I really, I was pleasantly I, yeah. surprised with that. A and lot you could, of replayability, which is what you want from these time type yeah. of games. A lot of replayability. And you could see the. I, I feel like you could see the the passion from the developers because mm-hmm. I, I think I wrote in the, like the article I wrote. This is their first like original IP that they've developed in about ten years. Like by them, not by themselves, but with another partner besides uh, Epic Games. So they they were really excited about to like getting away and doing their own thing for once again. Yeah, you, I would say that's a good way of putting it. You can see a lot of love and hard work went into this game, from the literally from the design elements to the the aesthetic of the world to the gameplay mechanics. It's it was very like the experience we had was very polished, and I wasn't expecting it to be that polished. Thinking that the game's coming out later this year, you know. Yeah. Granted, we were also playing on PCs, so yeah, okay, yeah, beefed up PCs, yeah, beefed up, yeah. So I was, I was playing on mouse and keyboard. It was so uh, satisfying. I think Dorian was on controller. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because I used to play all my FPSs on, on mouse and PC, keyboard, mouse and keyboard. Yeah. But now I'm so used to controller, I just use the controller. Now. I feel you. For for me, it's like there are certain games I need mouse and keyboard for. Like Doom's one of the anything fast paced. Uh, that's like, yeah. and this game kind of I mean, RTSs. I need uh, mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. For yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> like I, if if you if you could use anything else, it would be on console. Like Starcraft would be on console for yeah. sure. You know. Yeah. All right, um, we mentioned this uh, while we were talking about this. Uh, another big thing that came out mm. this week was Anthem is getting a major overhaul. They're going to re, kind of reboot it, rehaul it, fix it up, take, a, I guess... A, they kind of need to, if you will. Because yeah. from my perspective, it's like the game that I just played, like Outriders, that experience I had, uh-huh. the game's not even out yet. And it just like... just put to shame the experience I had playing Anthem on day one. Now, see, you know? now you mentioned that you didn't like the gameplay. I actually liked I didn't play a lot of Anthem, but I played it in a little bit. I liked the gameplay. From yeah. what I hear, the problem was there just wasn't There's anything to do. No end game stuff. And the, the ending was also disappointing itself. And then the people are upset with the loot system. Mm-hmm. They're very upset with the loot system. It's like, uh, they, so they want a better loot system. Mind you, I played before like the day one patch and that was just like horrendous. I'm sure that they fixed it a lot on that day one patch. But by the time they released the day one patch, they lost the majority of their players. Did we play together? Uh, yeah. I think played, that was, yeah, the, we played it I think that was like one of the first in, I think I played a little bit more, but I never really went I mean, back to it. I thought it was fun because yeah. you fly around and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that does look sad. That's like the most satisfying part. Yeah, of you just felt mm-hmm. like Iron Man and shooting stuff. I think uh, he said, and he said, Hutz or the the person who made the thing, he said that that will, out of all the things that are changing, that the flying around and having that freedom will stay the same, which yeah. I think is cool. And I, I'm glad he acknowledged that. He said we should have given, we should, we're giving our developers the actual time they need yeah. to, which we should have done in the first place. So, so less than a year. Yeah. I think it was eight months. <laughs> this rushing out stuff, we talked about it before, this rushing out stuff does not work, man. Mm-mm. Like, it's, 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 the, it's, and it's the pressure from, like, the big companies mainly. They want to, like, they want to see, they want to see their return soon, you know what I mean? Like, the I, problem is that the market is so flooded. It's saturated, stuff, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's, it matters more the quality of our game now versus, if you ha- can hit your target date, 
yeah, regards to quantity, yeah. People need to learn, not quantity, quality. And we're definitely getting that from smaller studios. I wouldn't say smaller studios, but, you know, like, less known studios. Like, mm-hmm. C- well, CD Project Red is big now. We know them, but you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but they're only working on one big project which is many, smart, many you know? years like Rockstar does versus, you know, you have, uh, you know, we'll talk about uh, one of these games later, but, like, Ubisoft, they, like, they have so many of these Tom Clancy games and then they're not doing very well right now because they're they, ha- they, they have so like, many so fast and people are just like oh, an okay. assassin's creed game every year you know like yeah um but uh and, and assassin's creed the the last one did very well because it, it took them a longer amount of time they, to they work took more on time and, it, yeah. and they, they spaced it out mm. no yeah the, the last two assassin's creed games have been really good uh i kind of like i mean i guess it was more or less a reboot since origins if you will in a sense kind of yeah um yeah, man, no, eight months is not long enough to, to work on a game. Like, I, I think, like, Outriders, they must have been working on this for years. Hell, before they yeah, there were years. years. Even, though, even though it was on a beefed-up PC, it was so fluid. Like, I oh, could, yeah. it was ridiculous. It looked beautiful, everything. But I'm willing to give them a chance. Like, him acknowledging, saying, like, we should have gave our developers more time. We were going to, like, redesign the core of it, keeping some of the things you like the same. I'm willing to, like, once they do the overhaul, once the, the actual change comes, I'll, I'll update my, my anthem and see what's up and give it a chance again. I, I wonder if there's, like, a Destiny situation. Because Destiny, when it first came out, mm-hmm. a lot of people were complaining that there just wasn't enough. It wasn't, you know, yeah. polished enough. And then later... Like, I think three DLCs later, they nailed it. Yeah. When they added the melee weapons, they really nailed it. And then people started to get hooked on it. And, and basically the promise of what the game was supposed to be kind of finally eventually was mm-hmm. realized. We talk all the time about Fallout 76. Like, maybe someday it'll get to the point where it's supposed to be. Who knows? Maybe, maybe that'd be nice. Maybe though. Wastelanders comes out. I don't know. And Anthem was another one where it's like, oh, a lot of potential there. Like it was a fun gameplay mechanic, but they just didn't have. Enough. It's been a, it's been about a year. I, I believe it's been exactly a year, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so it came out March last year. I think it is time for an overhaul because that was one of the things I that I said to all my friends when Anthem bombed in the first place. I was like, if they because this is going to be a games as a service kind of thing, you know what I mean? If they want to be uh, have longevity to it. So I was like, I can't wait to see what they do with this game in a year or two. And, and the only but, reason, but is it too late, though? That's the question. Is it too late for the overall? It's going to be a grind, for sure. But I look at Hello Games, and they, like, it took them forever. But they redeemed themselves with No Man's Sky. Like, mm-hmm. it's still maybe not the experience some people wanted. But No Man's Sky right now is, for me, so much fun as a survival game. You know what I mean? Um, mind you, it took them years and years of free updates. A lot of free up, Like, a lot of the things they were giving us should have been, like, $30, $40 DLCs. But they were giving it up to us for free because they know that... They promised it originally, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it's uh, going back to, like, amount of time needed, I think uh, one of my favorite games of all time was Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know if you guys ever played that. Did you play no. that? No. It was such a beautiful RPG. Uh, the game mechanics were ma- amazing. It, it was based off a of strategy. It's set, like, I think, like a couple thousand years from now, and, like, humanity's like cavemen, but all the ro- like all the everything around you is, all the wildlife is robots. Uh, very cool storyline, but... The people who developed that, the last game they developed, because this game came out in 2016, and it was beautiful when it came out. The only reason I don't think it did one game of the year was because it's the same year that The Witcher 3, mm. the Witcher 3 came out, which is a beautiful game. But the last game they did was um, Killzone 3. I think it was like 10 years. Like The studio didn't do t- anything for like 10 years, and then poof, they just showed up with Horizon Zero Dawn, which was just this beautifully polished, you could tell they were working on it for a long time kind of thing. And I'm hoping a lot of uh, studios will start doing that. Like, don't announce a game... Until you've like already started working on it, like so it's like in the eighty percent down or something. Then you can and be like, all right, guys, we have a game coming out in like six months that'll be done by the time. But like, yeah, don't 
I wait until like you you got the exactly the, the the middle draft done at least not the not on the first draft because I because I think of uh, I think of I mean mind you we can't talk about it I, I guess we can say we had a good experience but with Final Fantasy VII they announced that four or five years ago and they weren't working on it yet <laughs> like you know what I mean but like that kind of worked for the marketing and the hype and I guess like they've been able to keep people hyped up but then they had to like pause production on the game because they had to finish Kingdom Hearts three uh, which is why. Can't say that. Never mind. Um, but um, that's why part of yeah. the reason uh, Final Fantasy took so long is because that to st- uh, stop development, help Kingdom Hearts three come out, and uh, yeah, I forgot where I was going with this. But anyways, anyways. You, you think that uh, gamers are open to to waiting? Yeah, you to, know. No, no. I mean to coming back to this game that a lot of people have already written. On. I think it's possible, but I think a lot of people are going to wait and see till till until until this overhaul happens. Like I'm not gonna. Like I'm not gonna go buy Anthem now, you know. I'm not gonna go home today and buy Anthem, you know. I, th- I think game, like reboots or refixes or whatever, or re, when we're talking about like Destiny or Anthem or Fallout so, 76. Gaming, it it's more conducive to that. Where like think about like TV shows, right? Like you know how some TV shows start off great and mm-hmm. they have the first great first season or maybe second season, but then the second second or third season is disappointing, and then. It's very hard to get people to come back to a television like series, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's why they do where all the gaming, testing. Right? Where gaming is a little more, oh, people are more open to going back to to games that maybe weren't that great in the beginning. I feel like it's just going to like come down to how they market the once it's done and everything. Like if I was them, I'd just get a bunch of like gaming influencers, try to get an engine, them try to mm-hmm. like do a do like a big event or something. Stream just it like or something. like yeah, just go like, go all out with it. Pay a bunch of gaming influencers and do like. Like how they did the Fortnite Rumble event or something like just or even go like Ge- Gears out. of War when they paid yeah. to play Gears of War yeah or like a yeah something early. like that I w- yeah just they w- they got to go real hard on the marketing and make it make it seem like it is basically essentially a new game just with a, a I don't know at more one more thing's money. for sure if oh if they screw up a second time <laughs> could you imagine the outrage because I guess like. A lot of the games that I know that have been like not rebooted or remade, but like like getting a second release, if you will, almost like I think of one of the most popular MMOs uh, to this day right now, which is Final Fantasy fourteen. When that game first came out, it was trash. It was trash, trash. Like no one talks about it. No one ever talks about it. I think it was only out for like maybe a year, a year maybe more. Then they re- then they re released it as a Realm Reborn, <laughs> and that game was amazing. Like from there on, now we've had all the expansions, millions of people playing the game. Um, Side note: Since we're already talking about Final Fantasy, real quick, you bo- you, I'm still mad he spoiled a, a crucial plot line from you, Seven. You played Final Fantasy Seven, right? No, Old school. Okay, one? well oh, then okay. I won't spoil it for you, just in case you yeah. actually end up playing it. To, it any, is a to very, anybody listening, you know exactly what it is that I spoiled for this man. And the only reason I did really it was because I, I don't I don't want people to like spoil it for you there, you know, well, which never happened anyway. Yeah, but. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, nobody said anything. Yeah, I, I spoiled the major we, plot point to Final Fantasy VII for walking to walk into the building like there's a po- character poster of everybody, and he's like, "Oh, guess what?" Yeah, and point yeah, yeah. <laughs> points like, to someone like just listen. <laughs> it was evil. I felt bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dorian's hooked to Final Fantasy now, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, more well. Once we'll, you guys are able to talk about that, we'll, we'll mm. do that. All right. Speaking of release dates and not release or releasing things on time, I was wrong about this one. Half Life Alex March release date announced. And you're I mean, happy to be wrong, aren't I'm you? I'm happy to be wrong. <laughs> I mean, first that you know when they announced it only a few months ago, like we're gonna have Half Life. Guess what? It's gonna be VR. It's, it's Half Life Alex. It's coming in March. I was so skeptical, and I was like, dude, if you don't, if you need more time, just take the time. 
and then they're like, no, 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 no. It's coming. It's, it's coming. <laughs> it's done. We're just polishing it up. And then now from from them saying, oh, March 2020, they're like, no, March 23rd. That's the date. So sounds like this is definitely coming out. That's, I mean, yeah, it's like we're uh, basically almost just over a month away. They can't really uh, announce. I guess I don't know. They could, but it's like. I, I think they're going to deliver. If they if they say they're going to deliver, they're going to deliver. Also, like, when we first saw that first footage of Half-Life Alex, that I looked like they were working on that for years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think of, like, I think of all of the the times that we thought Half-Life 3 was coming out, every time there was a leak or whatever in the past, like, 10 years, I have a feeling that was actually about Half-Life Alex. Mm. That's, like, my assumptions on this or my guesses. Yeah. Uh, remember, you can still get all the other Half-Life games for free until they're released. on Steam. Until Half-Life Alex comes out. Nice. So if you want to play the old school uh, Half-Life. And once once you've done that, if you enjoy that experience, pick up uh, Half-Life Black Mesa, and then you can do it again with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's move on to this next one. This is one you sent me mm. about the PlayStation. Because we talked about this last week, about the pricing and like how they were gonna, uh, PS5 was going to wait to see what happens with Xbox Series X. Which and is then, very different from what they've always done. Yes, and then you see, you just sent me some stuff uh, about the manufacturing. It's a little, it's a little, it, it's a little sad, but I guess it, it makes sense once you like look at the the, re- the reasoning behind this. So the cost to produce the PS5 is four hundred and fifty dollars. That's yeah. the cost to make it, not to not to sell it. That's the cost to make it. But in retrospect, I believe the PS4, the cost to make that was about three hundred and seventy nine or three hundred and seventy eight dollars. So they were only making like a twelve dollar like profit off of each PlayStation 4 sold. Mm-hmm. But you make more money with the, the software sales, of course, you know, all the Sony software sales. Um, even, like, to, to talk about this, one of the things that I read up as well was uh, they made, like, a loss on the PS on certain PS3s. They made, like, a huge loss, where I think it cost, like, almost, like, 800 and something dollars to produce a PS3. Shit. A certain, I was, like, the 20, the 20 gig slim or something. I don't know. or I, I, I could be wrong, but I know there was a certain PS3 that cost them, like, almost $800 to create, but then, like, to make, but they would sell it at, like, $400. So it's a huge loss. But then I guess they try to make the money back with uh, digital license, sales yeah, license. and licensing and all those things. So, But but they didn't do that for the PS4. They're saying that the PS4, when it launched, it cost them three-something, 371. Three, I think it's three, 376, 379. Something like that, and they sold for 399. So they weren't making, obviously, a huge profit, but they weren't losing money. Mm. And they're kind of looking to do that the same, but if that's the case, it'll go it, up by like what twenty bucks more or less. Well, that's the thing is like right now the cost, you like you mentioned, the PS Five is costing four hundred fifty bucks. So if you're taking that, like, let's like, say twenty dollar up charge or whatever, four seventy, four seventy. So, but they, but, they, but that's such a weird price. They probably just make it five hundred, you know, or like yeah, four ninety nine. Yeah, they probably just make it four ninety nine. So they can either go four ninety nine or they can go four forty nine. But, uh, They're still waiting to see what happens with Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling Microsoft is going to be like, screw it. We'll, they'll probably sell it either at a loss or at least break even for three ninety nine or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like because the, Microsoft is behind this generation, they're going to do what whatever they can. And I think that's what they're going to do, and and perhaps maybe the reason why the the. You know how the Xbox Series X is like this big tower thing. Maybe that reduced cost. I don't know. Maybe it's Possibly, because they don't yeah. have to like the slim design it. elements. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to slim everything down. I don't know. Um, but it's just very interesting to see that, that Sony's kind of like 
hedging in terms of naming a price because they they don't want to lose money. Right. I think this is Sony's fault, though. Like, if you look at the reasons as to why it costs $450 to make them, it's because it, the, the DRAM and something else they're, that they're trying to get is usually used in high-end gaming laptops and high-end, like, phones and tablets. And also being used in the Xbox, uh, the next, the Xbox Series X coming out. So part, part of the reason is because of, uh, well, those, those are the main reasons, but it's like, it just sounds like they should have like been uh, like stocking up on these things years ago. You know what I mean? Like, which I'm, I feel like Microsoft probably did that. I don't think Microsoft planned on buying PlayStation out in a sense, like from just buying all the, the DRAM available. Um, but like, it's just one of those things where they probably just started going at it first. And now, now it's in high demand, it's in high supply. And the, the cost to buy them is more than probably what it was a couple of years ago, you know? Yeah. It'll be, I, I think in the article it also said, like, they're, they're looking at this more of a, as a gradual, like, slow, yeah, yeah. Which, is, which I'm interested to see, like, how that all pays off. Maybe they'll, like, release, like, their initial pr- price point will be four four fifty, four seventy five, and then, like, slowly, like, a couple months later, it'll be like, for, Yeah, right, from my understanding, both the Xbox Series X and I'm, not sure if I'm mistaken, but also with the PS5, I don't think there's any exclusives. There's exclusives mm-hmm. to Sony and their platforms, and there's exclusives to Xbox and their platform, but not but to the console itself. To the console mm-hmm. itself. So we're talking a whole year of just like you're just playing upgraded graphics games. Now, some people are willing to to pay that price just for the the better graphics, you know, mm-hmm. or pick um, yourself up a refurbished PS4 Pro for yeah. like three hundred and fifty dollars right now. I think there's some good sales on. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, with the potential high costs and no exclusives, uh, I don't know. It may be a, a, a tepid resp- a console I think, sales I think response. They're, I think they're also possibly... For both? Not only are they waiting to see what their price response is going to be from Microsoft, I think they're also waiting for like poss- a possibility of being able to lower their manufacturing costs. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I, it's, I mean, it's got nothing to do with motherboards, so it has nothing to do with Bitcoin farming. I know that. But it's, it has, and it has everything to do with uh, um, basically mobile gaming and laptop gaming, mm-hmm. in a sense. You know what I mean? So hopefully, I don't know. May, or maybe they can make a better deal with a bigger company. You know what I mean? Like, I don't buy in bulk. Then again, this is one of the biggest companies in the world. They probably already yeah, tried, they, they probably yeah. already tried to do that. Let's be real. I just hope it all works out because I know, like, I don't want, I don't, I think fans are already pissed at them for skipping E3 again this year, and hopefully they don't like try to disappoint them again with dropping a super high, unreasonable price and then just pissing off the fans even more. So I think I, I what, hope. What, that, what do they do if, let's say, Xbox comes out and they're like, "Here's Xbox Series X, three ninety nine." Oh, they're screwed. If I was <laughs> if I was if I was PlayStation, I'd just be like. I'll take the L. Let's let's do like four, let's do. I mean, they did it before. Like I said, with I, that I, PS3, I would, I would take the L, and y'all y'all will eventually make your money back. I, I would say let's just try to match the the Xbox and go from there because I I don't know. I mean, I, okay, what if, what if it's four fifty? Okay, if, if it's four fifty, I'd be like, eh, all right, let me get a. I'll get a PS5. So it's a break, it's a but four ninety nine. That's you're asking a little bit too much. In my personal opinion, yeah, it's for, half a grand. Yeah, that that exactly. That's that's a hat like that's. That's a good. That's a third of rent, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're asking a lot, but four fifty. I feel like that's manageable. And then what you give us the option of like more gigabytes, more RAM for like a bet. Like if you want, if you want that option, then you can raise it up to like five hundred or something. If you want bigger memory or something, I'd be fine with that. You start at four fifty. Let's keep it there. But if you go anything past it, Sony, you're pushing it for my I mean, budget, my I guess wallet. So, yeah, I guess if they were comfortable making a four hundred dollar loss on that P- the one PS3 that they did. In retro, I mean, like that costs eight hundred to produce. I guess for the four fifty to produce the PS Five is not that bad in retrospect from their previous models. 
Like, so yeah, I, I guess you, I, I'd say you're right. Take the owl, like, because I feel like because especially because they're making all like all of these games accessible. Like, we're having outriders and everything will be able to go on the PlayStation Four. So if I'm if I have a PlayStation Four Pro and I'm like, why would I get? Why would I pay for fit or four ninety nine for I can just get the same game and be in? Okay, I won't have it the best of graphics. Like my, I still have a four K TV yeah. or whatever. But I, why would I like pay a extra five hundred just so I can play the same game I already have the the console for? <laughs> so I don't know. I, I would say just make it accessible for everybody, and then rather and Man, p- put it up to five hundred. It's not looking good. <laughs> That's for sure. Like as someone who's always been a, a PlayStation fanboy, it's not looking good. Yeah, E three even is, more uh, or even more reason for me to switch to Microsoft. Uh, yeah, E3 is Team Xbox, bro. Very, very interesting. Uh, speaking of E3, uh, Jeff Keighley mm-hmm. yeah. says he will not be attending, hosting, producing at uh, e- the E3 Coliseum this year. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really know he like had a, a big part within like E3, mm-hmm. but he's been doing it for about 25 years. So I I personally didn't know like he was like doing bigger stuff behind the scenes, which is cool, but I... I'm sad to see that though. It, it made a wave on Twitter. Everybody's like freaking out about it. I so mean, what, what does that mean? I mean, what do you think that means, Josh? He's just, huh? Josh? Uh, I mean, it leads me to believe that whoever the hell is organizing E3 is like they're slacking. If ever, if like if Sony's pulled out for a second year, now Jeff Keighley's pulling out. It leads me to like there's got to be something going on that some, like people aren't telling us. Like, did they get greedy? Did they want more money? I don't. I don't know. I don't like I I don't even know what goes into planning an event like that, but it's I, I like I, I just straight up don't know. I'm looking at like the questions now and trying to see if he has a reason for why, like a better reason. But no, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just for me like it's it just means it's going to be less entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like and that means less views. That means uh, less marketing for certain games, which is unfortunate. You know what I mean? Especially a lot of like uh, the smaller games that are going to be advertised at E3. Then again, I don't know, or maybe it maybe it means good things for those companies. You know what I mean? Like to not have to compete with Sony, um, and at E three. But I just like for me that just means that E three is going to be less entertaining to watch this year, which is it's sad, you know, because he's, he's uh, I like him as a, I like him as a personality. Yeah, someone asked him what fueled your decision to not participate. He said a ton of factors. I don't really feel comfortable participating, given what I know about the show as of today. Oh, see, like, they like mu- he's they not must saying be doing something. He's wrong. not saying I have something else I have to work on or whatever. He's like, I just, he's like, this ain't it. This ain't it. Yeah, like he probably saw. Like, I mean, when Sony pulled out last year, he pro- I think he, he must have done uh, E3 last year, and he's like, this isn't what it used to be. And now this year, it's I don't know, man. But like I said, so- something's going on. Something's going because I mean, it was a very weird choice for uh, Sony not to do E3 last year. You know what I mean? And now not to do it again this year, and now you got Jeff Keighley. It's more weird out. this year not doing it. Last year was like, okay, there was a lot of stuff they didn't. I think Death Stranding was probably the only thing mm-hmm. coming out that they really could promote. But this year it's like you're launching a new console. Right. And then they said that they were going to do all the smaller smaller events uh, internationally, you know, because they think, uh, well, I, I guess they say it works out better for them and it has proven to work out better for marketing in the past. Which uh, that that works well as well if you think about it because it's like not everyone can go to E three not everyone lives in California you know mm-hmm. so that's nice for like the people who don't get to experience those things rather have like the smaller events in other states and stuff which is nice um, but yeah man something's got to be happening behind the the, the screen the, the scenes at E three oh the tea will be spilled soon <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we'll find out at E three what happened. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, next thing we've got Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, comes Bro, out this a, weekend. It was a good movie. That's the thing. Is like, but before I even saw, like, you did a review on, on the Collider's YouTube channel. Yep. Um, and I, I watched some of your review, and you and Vinny did it. And What do you think? Am I a good host? Yeah. All right. I needed that. All right. <laughs> so... It seems like you and everyone else seem to enjoy. Like everyone was saying, like it's not amazing, it's not great, but it was fun. Yeah, it 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 was truly like I, I walked out. I was like, that was a good family. That was a good, charming movie. Like I I went in with not low expectations. I was just like, all right, let me see. Like I just want to make sure Sonic looks good throughout the whole film, and he did. the The VFX artists, shout out to them, even though they got fired. <laughs> Like, hope they all landed with good jobs because like, they did all that and then got let go. But I'm hoping, like, I, I hope everybody goes see this because everybody was shitting on it for, like, oh, the Sonic looked like crap. And then they did the redesign, so I'm hoping people put their money where their mouth is and go support this movie. It's tracking decently well, I think, it, around, like, high 30s, low 40s or something mm-hmm. like that, which, unfortunately, it's, it's that's actually, I never would have thought this. It's more than Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Yeah, it's it's it's... It's interesting, but I I I'm glad that's getting the the support it's getting because it 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 is a good movie and I think Ben Schwartz killed it as Sonic like mm-hmm. he was he blended into the character well I thought I was just gonna hear his Parks and Rec character mm-hmm. but he he really like gave it his all as Sonic I saw I saw a good video uh, I think a day or two ago I think it was IGN where they had um they had him come in and try to distract a Sonic spe- someone uh, do a speed run of Sonic Two yeah and he was just in there trying to distract him <laughs> so the, <laughs> like, it was so funny the question I was talking to Josh about is like do we even though it's a, a video game movie it's based off of is a video game character is it technically a video game movie like how do we differentiate this from like um, uh, actual adaptation of a video game storyline because he's not trying to get the chaos emeralds or anything like that. He's just it's, it's the Sonic character. I say it counts, man. It counts. I say it counts. Like Angry he... Birds two counts. Like that. Like how do we separate? Because Angry Birds two is a movie based on the characters, but it doesn't have anything to do with the actual yeah, app I, game. So I, I say it counts. Okay. So I say Angry Birds counts too. Even okay. Though that is a mobile game. Okay. I mean, so Sonic. So. Yeah. I, I truly here's, enjoyed it, and I haven't seen it yet. But here's my take from uh, from literally. I spoke to you about this for a while. I spoke to a lot of my friends who have seen it, and at, at the end of the day, they they never once changed the script, which means it was going to be a good story, no matter. I mean, thank God they did the redesigns, but the story yeah. was good. The story was good from the start. They never changed the script. You know what I mean? They just had to change the character design. Yeah, so less freaky. So this yeah, is an instant, super less freaky. Yeah, yeah. So this is an instance where, you know... Bullying works. <laughs> no. That is not the lesson that we need to teach. That just some, kidding. I'm really just kidding, though, about bullying. Constructive criticism yeah. works. Taking, you know... Listening to the fans and listening to your audience. I mean, I wouldn't have to say you listen to the fans completely, but if it's warranted, if it makes sense, and that made sense. Exactly. Like I, like yeah. I said, how you sell that freaky-deaky... Whatever the, the hell the thing merchandise would have sucked. It, and it wouldn't, like, some of the things they have Sonic do and, like, how he emotes his character. And they have, like, different variations where he gets wet and stuff. And he has to shake off. None of that would have worked with the Sonic they originally had. <laughs> it was it like a monster. Yeah, it would have <laughs> not worked. Like, kids would have been running out of there scared as hell. What I did notice, though, which there's nothing they could do about. But because they needed to get it, to redo it, they had to get the same eye line. They had to get the same size. They did make his legs like really long, yeah, to yeah. match. They kind of had the to, thing. I guess. Yeah, 
that's my only complaint of the the design, but it's it's purely because they had to match the same one as before. Because you know, Sonic the character actually has short legs mm-hmm. and then big shoes, and it's part of his charm, you know. And how he gets his because he has like he starts off with some some red beat up shoes, but how he gets his new like how they like the get his his gets his like new like his iconic ones. Yeah. I, I thought it was it was it was really cool. And I, I heard there's a, a lot of like Quicksilver rip off. Yes, they're games. they're <laughs> it, they were like oh wait. I, Mike Fowler, the director, he was like, watch X-Men. You see what they did with Quicksilver? I want you to do that. Just take that whole scene <laughs> and put it in my movie multiple times. And they did. I mean, it, it, it looked cool. Like, it was visually cool. But yes, about it when was, he goes and saves the mansion? It, no. Oh, yeah, mansion? yeah. When he, yeah. like, goes super slow. Oh, that, yeah. He, they, it's that scene. Isn't there also, like, a, I mean, just from what I was reading, isn't there, like, a, uh, an end? An, an, like yeah, there is a post-credit end, scene. There's a teaser scene. scene. Yeah. Also, yeah. everyone said Jim Carrey steals the show. He does. He mm-hmm. feels like Ace Ventura comes back. It's, it's an amalgamation of all his '90s characters. Nice. Put like the director was just like Jim. It's it's Jim Carrey. He's like, you do whatever you want to do with this right. movie and go for it. And all he right. really did. I've been enjoying the PR he's been doing for the movie. Yeah, I'm watching. Watch, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm sold. Yeah, it's. it's, he, it's he never, I'm sold. Sonic was my favorite character when I was like in the Sega Genesis days. You know. I love the Sonic games. It's a nice, fast-paced game, you know. Yeah, I, mean? I was never yeah. like a huge Mario person. I mean, I liked Mario. I played it, but I was always a Sonic person. So it's good to see because you know when I first heard about this thing, I poo-pooed on the idea <laughs> of just the fact that they're making a live-action Sonic movie. I was uh, like, why don't they make a your childhood? <laughs> no, because I wanted them to make a cartoon, right? Make mm-hmm. a 3D animated cartoon using Full Sonic. CGI, yeah. Um, and then, which kind of what the the beginning part looks like, right? With yeah, at Green Hills. Yeah, that know? it starts in like for like the first like ten minutes or so. You get a good, not like I'll say like five six minutes or so. You get a, like an actual Sonic in his real world, and then they they do a good job of explaining why he has to leave or whatever and all that. I don't want to spoil anything, but I was pleasantly surprised and thoroughly impressed with how much I enjoyed it coming out of it, and I'm. I'm glad that I, hopefully this turns into a, a Sonic franchise, Sonic nice. Universe. We get spinoff movies. I would not have bet money on. I this know, like I, a it, year ago, it's ridiculous. Like I, I, you, you got to keep Ben Schwartz and and Jim Carrey. Like those, <laughs> that, those two but castings, I think were spot on, and I, I'm really proud that Ben killed it like that. You know what? You know what I want to see. For the DVD release, I want, I want, I want for the special. <laughs> you want the, the, I want the, the, the freaky the, version. I want the, or at least what they did, because Lord knows they didn't do the whole movie. They didn't spend the money to do the whole movie for that yeah. CGI. It was just the cutscenes and maybe a couple bonus credits. I want to see a couple bonus credits of the original that would be monstrosity. Funny. Like that would be nice deleted scenes to see. Honestly. And that would get pe- honestly that would get people to. Bu- I would buy I'd just buy the to be like, yeah. I want to see that. I, I want to see that. The, yeah. yeah, that's a good marketing point. I I do that. That would be hella smart. Yeah. All right. Um, the last thing on my list, and then I'll throw it to you guys, is Division Two. They have an upcoming expansion, the Warlords of New York, and kind of to celebrate that, to get people interested, you can buy Division Two for two ninety nine. Wow, two ninety nine. I might actually get it. I mean, it's pr- almost like free, right? Yeah, like yeah, three bucks That's is like almost to, like the price free. to rent a movie, basically. Yeah, so for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, digital, obviously, they're not going to sell you the the physical copy, but they want you to get to buy it, get hooked on it, and then so that you'll buy the expansion. So that's that's a pretty cool deal. Um, yeah, like I just get it. It's three bucks, honestly. Get it and like find out if you like it or not. I did play it, and it's. Um, for me, I can't say if it's a good or a bad game because it's just I just know it's not my type of game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I can't really comment on it. Like from playing the the first division, even I was like, it's just not my type of game. You know, 
That is what it is. You know, you can play me the world's greatest country song, but it's, I don't like country, you know? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's it uh, that I have. You guys have anything else? Or what are you guys uh, playing? What do you guys want? Oh, uh, 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 well, y'all already know I'm playing Apex, but they did bring back the duos for Valentine's oh, Day. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know how long it's going to extend till. But you yeah, guys that, prefer doing duos? No, hell no. Yeah. I, I do. I need. I need at least. Or actually, now that I've been getting, I'm Better. I'm I'm really good now, Dennis. I'm like I average like six or seven kills a game. But I I did I used to I did it once or twice, but then I went back to to the the three. But I don't know. It was it was kind of frustrating because I clicked on. Clicked on Apex, I was like, all right, let me get ready to play. And it was like, all right, Valentine's update, get, grab yes. a duo. And I was like, all right, thanks, Apex, for reminding me how all lonely <laughs> I am right now. But um, it, it was funny, but I had a good time playing a couple times. But yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad they brought back the duos because I, I actually really enjoyed the I duos. I think it's just mode. limited time, though, so get yeah. on it while you can. I, I know. like it's. I really want – I'm one of the few people that do want it to be a permanent mode. But that's just because like, when it comes to – I play a lot of Battle Royales in general, mm-hmm. and I just prefer playing duos. For me, it's like it's – and this is going to sound like such like a people are just I can hear the comments already get good but <laughs> I I prefer communicating with just one person rather than two other people mm-hmm. it's it's easier to strategize you know what I mean I mean for um, me it's just about if I, I can play with someone I know mm, like if yeah. I can play with two other people that I know that's good I don't you know what I don't like is when you're playing with one guy you know and one and guy random ass, so yeah, yeah. cuz they, they never listen to everything. what the hell you're doing mm-hmm. yeah I, they mess up everything it's ridiculous, but I don't know. I'm you've been play, yeah. play, playing as a new character. What do you mean? Oh no, I I give I play with Reverend anytime. Like I have to do a daily challenge with him. But if just, I don't have oh, to play okay. with him, then I'll. I'll you don't like him? It, it's not that I don't like him. I'm just not I'm, your play style. Mir- Mirage, um, um, Mirage, Bloodhound. Those are my two. You like Mirage? Yep. Yeah, no. Really, bro? Well, I guess you know he's good if you know how to use him. I just I can't. I got like some of the coolest skins for Mirage, but I don't use him. <laughs> bro, it seems like whatever main character you play with the most, they never give you like the the option of those custom skins. Like I've gotten through thirty. I went through thirty loot boxes at one sitting. One sitting. Not one Mirage, and I, I was think like, "This the, is the first, a hate the first crime. Apex, the first Apex pack." Got to be in the algorithm. Yeah, they're like, whichever. If you start playing like a different character, you'll get a, mirage a mo- yeah. Or a mirage. That's it, I, I think sums up. I think it was like maybe it was different when the game like first came out because I remember playing the week it came out, and uh, there was like limited characters as well, so less obviously less loot uh, loot to get out of a chest. But the first Apex pack I opened up, like the first one, I got the the most legendary outfit for um, for Mirage. And then I like just like played as him forever, trying to get good as him, and I just never could. And I was like, "Damn it!" Trade me this. I wish you could trade. I wish, people right? Yeah. Just send it. But yeah, cost for me. I caustic, bro. I love playing as caustic. That's my guy right there. Caustic and then Lifeline. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get good with Lifeline because those those care packages come in handy. Oh, real. Path, like those, Pathfinder is fun, dude. Honestly, like for movement, I can't. But I can't. Like, I tried. That's like the Pathfinder and Pathfinder caustic. Just I, unless I like those. Unless they're a daily challenge, no. Nah. Well, yeah, I, you I, might as well just cut them off my menu. They're never going to pick. I never get to play as Pathfinder because the people I play with, they always like. That's like my, my friend Tyler. He's like he's always Pathfinder. I was like, oh, fine, I'll be caustic. Um, but yeah, it's been a fun. It's been a fun season. I like it. It has been. It's been yeah. a an, been a very sniper mm. heavy season, which is making me get better at being the sniper because I, I like I usually don't stick with the sniper. Not a I camper. Use, are yeah, you? no, I'm, are I'm you? no, I'm. But now it's starting to get to that point because it's very the biggest sin. I remember it's, playing Counter Strike is if you're a camper. It, this in this in this version, I'm not that much of a camper. But they snipers is a very focused thing in season four. Um. I guess for me, I've been playing. I've mainly been playing some Apex. 
Uh, been doing a lot of tabletop RPG lately, which is fun. Always fun. Love. I love me some good tabletop RPGs. Um, and then yeah, like I recently got myself the uh, the prototype bundle. I got prototype one and two again, which were uh, some of my favorite games ever, and I got them both for like I think fourteen bucks. I've been playing that. That's been fun. Um, a lot of Fortnite still as usual. So yeah, mainly just Fortnite. Um, uh, a lot of Apex, so mainly battle royales. Oh, and then Darwin Project has been sick. I, I, dude, get that, get Darwin Project. Okay, it's free. What is that? It's a free battle royale. It's it's a battle royale, but it's like eight people, and it's more about like tracking each other because you're like in like this this like snow area. It's like on some Hunger Games type crap. Kind of like that, yeah. Okay. And like each like section gets shut down. It's not like a storm that comes in and closes in. It's like it's almost like each place is an octagon like each section is a, it's its own octagon and they kind of come together and make the shape okay uh, and even when you see the is map, there guns and stuff no there's arrows oh, you have sure. arrows oh. like i said it's more about tracking the other person and hunting them down all right like you kind of just sold me I'm, and, you, and you got to stay warm so you got to like uh, like use firewood keep yourself warm because you'll die from like freezing to death oh damn and, and then there's one person who gets to play as the director and he's just this orb that basically flies around and he gets to fuck with the players so or, it or is hunger them, games or help them he, it's basically this is hunger, hunger games. games yeah it's uh I yeah it's free. I played it when it first came out in beta on PC. A lot has changed since then. Like they took out fire arrows. I I don't know why. I'm sure there's a reason to why. Maybe they were too OP. I don't know. But it's it's a fun game. You can only have like eight arrows up at uh eight arrows at a time. Okay. Uh, so it's, so you're not too OP. It's really it's it's cool though. All hop, right. Hop into it. I think you might enjoy it. All right. I'll I'll, I'll give it a chance. Battle Royale. It's, it's only it's only thing. one person. Obviously, there's no teams. Uh, yeah. I, I yeah. see. If I I'd rather be solo than. Mm-hmm. Than do a duo in a in a game, and so. it's not a hundred people. It's only I think like ten or eight people. All right, I can do that. Yeah. All right, I'll give it a chance. Give you guys an update next week. Cool. Uh, any games you guys are looking forward to? I mean, for me, obviously it's Half Life, Alex. Uh, for me, it's Final Fantasy, which oh, is coming out next month, it? baby. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, uh, we can say we went to an event, and you, you can say giving, you had fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give them, like my impression or anything, but I just want like I'm excited to see what happens yeah. with that. Yeah. That's about, that's my most anticipated right now. Nice. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna have to follow up with that man. I like once obviously we can't say anything, but I can say that it was everything I ever wanted. Yeah. It's a, like it lives it lives up to my expectations. Um, and once again, like well, this is also something I guess we can talk about. We weren't playing it on supercomputers, mm-hmm. so I know that what we were getting was what like the, the basic consumer is gonna be getting, and it looks it looks good, guys. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Nice. All right, guys. I'm, I'm sorry, Dory. I'm, sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, guys, uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, Dorian, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter, Dorian Parks and Rex. Find me on Instagram, Dorian Parks. And you can find me here right on Collider Games. Josh? You guys can find me on Instagram at josh.toki. And you can find me on Twitch at josh underscore toki. And you guys can see me on Collider Games here on the podcast. And you guys can find me on Twitter at ThinkHero or Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Games. Also, subscribe to our Collider podcast feed. That's the Collider factory feed every single week for this show. See you guys next time. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Bolin Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets, and there's no better time to try them for yourself. 
or give them to someone you love. Right now, Bull and Branch is offering their best deals of the year, and you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. Just go to bullandbranch.com to shop their best deals today. That's b o l l and branch.com today. See site for details.